everyone, and welcome back to the Kick the Crotch podcast. Um, joining me is uh, Paul, a former student of mine, uh, now back in the US. He was a, a student over here in the UK um, two or three years ago. It's hard to tell now we've, uh, we've been through the lockdowns as to what year it truly is. Um, but Paul was over here uh, a few years ago um, as a student of mine in self-defense and has had some background with it, but there's a lot of other stuff that we'll get into as well um, as to why um, Paul is appearing and kind of what his interactions with uh, martial arts and things are. So how are you doing, Paul? Not too bad. Allergies are kicking my butt a little bit right now. Got the window open, so uh, maybe, yeah. that was, maybe that was ill-advised. <laughs> it's interesting, actually. I was with someone in Bulgaria recently, and um, they have really bad hay fever here in the UK. They were in Bulgaria, uh, no issues whatsoever. And we went into, like, the mountains. And they were like, why is Bulgarian, like, uh, flowers not affecting me? So maybe it's maybe just being in another state or another, uh, another country might help. Um, so, yeah, as I said, you, um, you've, you, you trained with me. For, for a short period, uh, a couple of years ago, three years ago, oh, fuck knows. Um, a, a few uh, years ago now. 2019. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been it's been a little while now. Um, and you know, before uh, we were on a camera, you were saying about you know you had a background and you said it to me before background with karate when you were a kid because everyone has a, well I don't actually but everyone has a background in karate. I went. I've been to a few classes. I've been to a few classes that after having done other things, I didn't enjoy because I went to karate after I had done things like Muay Thai so it, it was not quite the same for me and, and I was using karate more as an aggression thing as I was older um so yeah but it does seem to be the starting point you know if you want to do martial arts well it's in karate that's obvious <laughs> so I mean was that kind of your your way into karate was just that you wanted to do something or was it I mean so for me I wanted to do martial arts when I was four but also the men in my family have a little bit of a temper. Um, like, my brother had a snowball thrown at him when he was very young, pinned the guy up to the wall by his neck. My, mo- my brother is now a Methodist minister, I will say. Um, <laughs> but when, when younger, we do have a little bit of a temper. So that was also helped. They were coming, kind of oh, you want to do martial arts? Why? We'll send you to martial arts and keep you in... in um, and straight and narrow. So, like, what kind of made you go to to karate when you were younger? Well, I was uh, I was probably seven, eight, or nine when I started. Probably eight or nine. And I think the reason for it, to be completely honest with you, was uh, because when I was a kid, I really liked Batman, and I didn't know anything about fighting. If I, if I did, I probably wouldn't have chosen karate. But um, uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that like i have some friends that do do karate and there are definitely different forms and different uses yeah but obviously nothing, you know <laughs> karate is as far as i can tell it's a good martial art but it's not as good for self-defense and i think that's probably more what i was looking into was um uh something that was more self-defense well, um you me more of batman yeah, and in karate, you know, every, everybody knows what karate is. A kid knows what karate is. They don't necessarily know what Aikido is or, or Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I grew up in Missouri uh, in the Midwest, so there's not really a whole lot of martial arts influence around here. Mm. So um, that's what I went with. Um, I mean, karate has its its benefits, I think, um, and it's, it's not a useless thing at all, and I, I don't mean to – to uh, shit on it, if you'll excuse me, but I, 
um, it wasn't what I was looking for, I think. And as a kid, I didn't know that. Um, but that's what I went into because I wanted to learn to fight like Batman because I was a kid and, you know, he was, yeah. uh, he was cool to me and I, I looked up to him as a character. So, you know, yeah, that's what I did. I think that's 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 the the the, the same for a lot of people. Those kind of things. I will say uh, because polite American from the Midwest, you are allowed to swear on here. Um, I've had other Americans on, but they're <laughs> like ex-military. Like ex-military Americans don't care; they'll swear. But I'm British. This is my podcast. <laughs> um, so <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, this podcast, weirdly enough, started as an extension of the of the society that you were part of when you're over here. Um, so, as I say, Paul did train with me um, in, in two different ways. Paul trained in class with me, where I was a bit softer, um, in the university where I, 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 uh, I trained people, um, and then also externally, um, where I was a little meaner. Um, not that mean, because it was, you know, starting out, but, but a little meaner. Um, so, uh, yeah, you had that experience. But this, this podcast actually started during lockdown as an extension of the society you're a part of. So it's kind of, it's kind of right for you. Being yeah. um, but I, yeah. I recall that starting just after I left. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it did start just kind of just after then, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it is interesting. The, the thing like when you're a kid, I think people do look at people like Batman and you know, all those kind of characters. Oh, that's awesome. Now, the, the thing is, and the thing they always kind of, it's always interesting what people pick as a martial art for films. Um, because obviously, you kind of people look at the the Batman films nowadays, and they'll be like, "Okay, so I've got to do this martial art because that's Batman." Now, the the, the issue with that is you have you have things like if you if you compare so spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it, if you compare so if you compare the Batman to um, uh, to uh, Bale's Batman, who I don't like, um, but if you compare those two. Their fighting style in the film looks nothing alike, but they are both using the same martial arts style. From what I can tell, they're both using Casey, um, which is a Latino Spanish martial art, mainly Spanish martial art, um, which looks as a reactionary martial art, which I do have some issue with. Um, but it looks as being a reactionary martial art, or at least um, what is most useful at the time. It's, it's that kind of interaction. It, it, it doesn't look to be very... It doesn't look to be technical. It looks to be effective. That's kind of the point of it. So it can mean you end up doing completely different stuff. So you never quite know where you're going to be. And if you haven't had any previous training, it can be a problem anyway um, with with systems like that. But for Batman, obviously, trying to get a starting point when in the books in canon, Batman is the master of 137 martial arts. (laughs) It's it's kind of difficult. He's... He's literally the master. I mean, one of those martial arts is karate. I believe there was a list at one point. Um, so, he, you know, he, he's, he's a master of all these things. So trying to kind of look at that and go, yeah, I'm going to be Batman is, is difficult. I mean, in fairness, I did it with Bruce Lee. I was there going, Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali. Yes, them. That's what I want to be. And that's and it's weird they ended up in judo, which is neither of the martial arts. Um, but that was my baseline uh, for martial arts. But um, so you were looking for a bit more. Now, obviously, like I say, karate has various different types. Um, Okinawan uh, karate, um, Shotokan karate, Kokushinkai. There's a lot of different ones. Now, Okinawan karate is a bit of a, a misnomer because Okinawan karate, if you go back into its history, doesn't really exist um, because each thing was different. And also it's more of a Chinese-based martial art originally because the original name for it 
meant Chinese art or something or Chinese hands. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a fuck up. It was it's the, it doesn't modern, line up. Modern modern kind of westernized karate is a mishmash based on um, the want of a Japanese imperial um, system wanting a martial art of their own. So it's it's a weird one, but you can find very good um, very good systems. Uh, Jesse, I've got to forget his name. Ein, Einhard, Ein, something like that. Uh, you can find on YouTube is a very good practitioner of, of um, useful karate. His brother's actually Einkamp, Jesse Einkamp, um, and his brother Oliver Einkamp is an MMA fighter who has a background in karate as well. So um, there are some there is something from it, but it's very hard, especially when you're seven, eight, nine. And you're you're kind of you're, yeah. you're looking at Batman going yeah Batman's kicking everyone's ass why am I, why am I doing this I, <laughs> like, on top of the fact that um, again I, I mentioned I grew up in the Midwest there's not yeah. much in in terms of uh, like a genuinely good teacher around here um, and there's not likely I, I would think um, that many like uh, proper traditional um, karate teachers, just in general. Yeah, um, maybe even in America as a whole. I'm not sure, if, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it is interesting because obviously America, because it's so big, you do have certain places that have amazing martial arts um, mm-hmm. in their area, but then you have other states and other areas that just they're just shit. Yeah. So it's, the good it, stuff is really scattered across the country. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really hard to kind of try and find the right one. I mean, you do have, and I, I was just looking up there and I can't find it, you do have an American martial arts, which I cannot remember the name of. It's actually pretty good. Um, you, you get attacked basically as part of their stuff. They, they attack you. They're just literally going to go fucking go for him. Um, it's like part of the training. It's a far, it's far more self-defense based uh, martial art, which is an, an American one. Um, but I cannot think of the name of it for, for the life of me now. So there are, I mean, there are ones out there, but again, that one, I believe the two main areas are California and Hawaii, um, which yeah. is hilarious for a really harsh martial art to be in two of possibly the least harsh states, um, but <laughs> especially Hawaii. Um, but yeah, it's 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 you know it's just it's just difficult. Um, and so, were you always kind of looking for that then? Because obviously, you came over to the UK. Um, and uh, you know, you signed up for stuff. Were you always looking for something ever since you were like, you finished the karate? Was it always something you were like, actually, I really want to do something else? So when I finished karate when I was a kid, I um, I don't remember exactly what happened with it because I was young enough. I think I just ended up quitting because it wasn't. I I probably couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was when I was that young, but it just wasn't like I said. Um, what I wanted it to be, I think. And um, I I ended up doing uh, gymnastics after that, which isn't martial arts, but it was it was something that kind of filled that time instead, which, funny enough, I also started doing because I wanted to be like Batman when I was a kid. <laughs> this is why I think Scott Adkins should be Batman in the films. Just He could do it pretty well because he's, <laughs> he's got all of that stuff. But... Um, uh, I did stay with gymnastics for a number of years. Um, I quit when I was probably 12 or so because uh, at least the schools around here, they, they wanted you to go into competition um, at a certain age. And beyond that age, you couldn't just simply train. And I just wanted to train. I didn't want to compete. 
um, because I, that wasn't, it's not that I'm not a competitive person because I very definitely am, but, uh, I did not want to commit to the, uh, formality of it and the process of it. Um, I wanted to just do the art of gymnastics themselves and keep training and getting better at that. So after that, um, I didn't do any more martial arts. Once I quit gymnastics, um, I did start kind of on my own teaching myself a little bit of parkour and, uh, gymnastics obviously translates very well into that. So, um, started doing a bit of that for a while. Uh, that kind of occupied, um, that space in my life for the next few years from about the age of 12 to, I don't know, 16, 17. And then after that, um, there wasn't as much in that in that area of my life anymore. So uh, when I got to the UK and I met you, um, then I thought, you know, this is a pretty good chance to pick this up again and um, to continue learning. And it seems to me like it seemed to me at the time, and I would say that I was right about this, that you knew what you were doing, which uh, it was harder to find people who had the um, – the broad expertise that you have. So I went and trained with you. And, um, yeah, that was kind of the evolution of um, that that aspect of my life, I think. Okay. I mean, uh, so a few things. One, I do not consider expertise. So um, any, I, I've always said this to a few different people. Anyone that calls themselves an expert, I have fucking issue with, especially when it comes to martial arts. Um, expertise more so... Um, I don't, More so in the sense that you just have knowledge. You have a lot of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I will say, um, obviously, I'm, I am, I, I've just been training for a long time. That, that's that's all it is. I've trained for a long time and I've been homeless. And the two do come together. You know, um, you train, you've trained since the age of four and a couple of times you've been homeless and kind of had to think, fuck, I'm going to get into trouble here. It just comes together. Um, It's practical more than anything else. Um, But that wouldn't mean that I am by far the best, potentially even in the area. It's just a a case of I will show you what I believe. And I've had people from different martial arts that have come to me. And it works. And people have actually done what I do so it's it's that kind of thing but obviously you trained um, a little bit because of um, personal things for me you did train a little bit with um, a friend of mine and friends of the podcast Tom Davey um, who will I will at every opportunity call Sensei Tom Davey because he doesn't fucking like it um, <laughs> <laughs> neither of us like being called by our, our technical ter- our technical kind of titles but um, but yeah and, and that's always that's always a good indicator for me of, of a decent martial arts um, or self-defense instructor because I always didn't see myself more, um, more self-defense is um does not identify as an expert uh, and doesn't necessarily want to be called by their title they're not mm-hmm. bothered by that they're just i'm adam i'm tom not uh, yes i am i am sensei this i am master this it's just yeah i'm i'm this guy you can like if it comes into certain points like look when we're doing this you do have to bow you do have to do it. but like if you're in a self-defense class for instance and you are using your, a title, fuck off. Like, even <laughs> if you have a title, if you're a self-defense instructor, fuck off with your... Because there's no traditional... There, there might be a traditional base to your knowledge, but there's no traditional base to what you're teaching because you've probably created it or it's coming from something far later than traditional. So, yeah, I have issue with that. Um, I've been to a couple of classes like that where I'm just like, ah, no, I'm going to see the fucking door. Um, 
But obviously, you, you've trained under, under other people. Was it a bit of an eye-opener as well? Because I don't know if you were there when I, when I did it with um, simple arm locks. I was just doing um, stuff, basically, if, you know, if someone in a club grabs you, how to quickly do things. Um, yeah. And um, a lot of people have issue with putting it on me because you're only just learning now. You know, you learn over a few weeks rather than a few years. It's, it's going to be harder. And I don't know if you were in the class when Tom did it to me. And I immediately just went, you know, tap. And there was a few people in the class just going, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, he did it properly. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> um, I don't know if you were in the class then, but I know that there was a bit of an eye opener when we were doing punches and certain things like that, where people were just like, what? This, this shouldn't work. And Tom's not yeah. a big guy. You know, Tom isn't a big guy. He's not as big as, as I am. You know, mm-hmm. how did you find that? How did you find the kind of the fact that because it, it wasn't just me and that, that i'd like to preface that because again i'm not i don't profess to be uh, profess to be anything kind of special at all i'm just someone's done a few things um but obviously there's certain things that that tom was also stating so how did you find that when you're like okay it's not just adam or it's not just a a weird thing about adam's body or whatever like that it's it's the <laughs> guy like it's this is a guy from a yeah. completely different martial art so uh, I'd have two responses to that. The first would be um, kind of going off of what I said. I uh, um, I had I hadn't met uh, anybody who had the experience that you'd had, so that obviously put you on a, a bit of a, a mental pedestal. But I also knew, and you had told me many times that um, there are obviously many people who know more than you, who are more practiced than you, or more more skilled. Um, but uh, it was you were still the uh, the best person that I knew in in this kind of knowledge area, yeah. um, which of course was an extremely is an extremely limited um, uh, set of people for me currently. But uh, um, so it was funny when Tom Davy showed up in class, and there were many many times when he showed up and he would uh, demonstrate something with you, and um, he would put you on your ass or, or he'd, you know, do something that everyone else was having trouble with um, or that uh, some of the some of the people in the class might have been complaining was either too difficult or, or wasn't making sense um, or, or you had to get Bucky to do or something like that. And then Tom Davy would consistently do it to you. Um, so that obviously demonstrated that, you know, it isn't it isn't just that Adam has like this innate innate talent it's it's practiced it's learned yeah uh, and you know absolutely yeah i mean i've been i've been training for about 30 years tom has been training for 20 25 years so it's a very similar kind of time doing it and for the certain things that tom was showing we have a similar background so yeah i mean it it is fun especially i think at one point um when i did when we did some of the locks um he did it and i just went fine and i reversed it on him and he just went you bastards <laughs> like i just gotta, you know i've got to have something here this is my class you bastard um but yeah like you say it's one of those things that between us we all know like i think um me and tom even said this that um with a skill set in a in a martial arts setting mm-hmm. um specifically like very restrictive martial arts tom wins on the street, I win. And that, that's kind of, I think that's, that's the difference for a lot of things, is that I am, I, I, I mean, I used to be very traditional, and actually that's how me and Tom met. I went to his dojo. Um, mm-hmm. I went to his dojo, I thought incognito. 
because I like to just go around because I like to know one. Hey, I'm on a train here. You know, I might even if it's um, you know a different body, I might. Oh fuck it, I'll start from scratch again. That's cool if they're good. You know, if it's good background. Um, but also just as a kind of um, what is actually out there. And I, I went to his his dojo and <laughs> we had a chat afterwards. He's like, yeah, literally the second you step from the fucking mat, like the, the second you step from the mat, everything you did was not what a beginner does. Like the way you bowed because it was specific to Japanese martial arts. You'd come into a Japanese martial arts school and you bowed that way, which is not what is shown on like media. It's not you know, on media. Everyone's like that. And that's not how I bowed. I bowed properly. I bowed to the highest belt. I, I put a certain foot on first. I tell you, know, everything which I thought I wasn't showing, obviously, because he had a, a traditional background as well. And I, I had a very traditional background with a, a fantastic instructor. And anyone in the UK will absolutely um, Mid-Sussex Martial Arts Association um, or school. I can't remember what it's called now, but Mid-Sussex Martial Arts um, mm-hmm. with uh, um, Roger Payne. Sensei, Sensei Roger. Um, because he is a traditional martial arts, so sensei is right for him. Um, it, you know, that was where I trained when I was a kid. That was kind of one of the first places I trained. Um, and so it, it was just ingrained in me. And he was like, yeah, that's, of course you've done martial arts before. Like, from the fucking second you came in. Um, so, you know, you, I used to be very traditional. But obviously, since being on the streets a couple of times and things like that, it does go out a little bit. And Tom has continued Although I do still do the, the traditional stuff as well, but Tom has kind of been very much more restrictive in the martial arts side. Although has worked the doors a couple of times, he's more like that. So we, we always said, like, in pure technique, Tom has better technique than me. Tom absolutely has better technique than me. But the second you say, right, we don't need to worry about technique, I'm going to knock him out. And it's just as simple <laughs> as that. But it's it, but that's that's how I think there's there's a difference between self defence and martial arts, which is what you kind of found out with karate as opposed yeah. to a lot of other things. Um, it, it's that thing. It is good having Tom there because it was good having him. Did, were you there when also we had um, Yeti in? Um, yes and no. I met Yeti a few times right. just while I was living there, but um, I don't know. If, I don't think I was there when he actually came to the class, though. Okay, that's a pity because I bring Yeti in. So if anyone wondering, Yeti is Yeti's real name because his, his daughter bought that name for him as a, a birthday present because he was always known as Yeti, is uh, an ex-biker, like from one of the, the, from one of the um, biking fraternities that even exist in America. Um, he's former biker, now doorman, um, and he used to help me do um, basically conflict resolution. Me and him would stand in front of you and go, right, get past it. So it's, it's, it's always good to have people like, because Tom, very technical. Yeti, he'll just smack you. <laughs> so it's, it's good having those kind of variations, because I think you need them. I think I, I personally always say, and I would have said this to you as a seven, eight and nine year old, is don't go straight to self-defense because it's too messy at times. Go into martial arts first build up a background, build up some some things like that, you know, and it, it does help. That's why it's good to have those two people. Someone like Yeti, who's just a big guy who can get angry, and Tom, who is uh, a fight performer on for film and TV. Like, he's literally, if you ever see a film and, or a TV show and someone's getting blown up in the background, it's probably him. There's a <laughs> series you can see, I think it's on Amazon, called Ren, 
And um, like every time someone's blown up, it's him because he can throw himself properly. Um, cause, uh, yeah, that, that reminds me of uh, a funny memory in class of um, when we were practicing safety rules. Uh, I already knew how to do them from, from parkour, mm. but you, you know how to do them from your prior experiences, but you have a particular way of doing it where you kind of just slap yourself on the ground. It's just this loud slam. Judo background. Remember, remember Tom Davy making fun of you every time you do it because he would just watch you do it and he looks at looks at it like this is just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like Tom Davy would do it and he he takes he takes absolutely nothing. He he can probably do it better than I can. For sure, he can do it better than I can. He he actually teaches it. He he teaches. Uh, yeah. He actually has a course on it. Um, um, falling from the ground up is a course. He actually teaches um stunt performers and um, actors how to fall over for film and TV. Um, yeah, he taught us, he taught us a, just a very abridged version of that lesson, I think, when he came in one time. Yeah, it is yeah. funny. For, for anyone out there that's, that's wondering, the, the reason for this, and the reason that Tom takes a piss out of me for this, is, as I said, my background is judo. And in judo, that is how you are taught to fall. Um, because effectively, most of the time, you want to be on the floor anyway, so you're fine with being static. Um, and... There's a, a misnomer about the distribution of, of weight and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it's false, but it's taught consistently. Um, but that's how basically everyone with a judo pass falls. So if you ever see someone doing that, you can immediately go, oh, so he did judo. Like, you just know. And that's why Tom takes me, because Tom has done judo, but that's not where his break falling comes from. And so yeah. he will literally, as most people from his background, will go straight back onto his feet. He'll roll onto his feet again, whereas I won't. And the the thing that Tom always says, and I always say, is if you can fall and get back up, you've fallen properly. That's the main thing. If like if you fall and you haven't broken anything, cool, you've fallen over properly. But it is, I think because the reason I did it was to show that there are more than one ways, uh, one way to fall that is still seen as in the martial art background the right way. Um, you know, right. because it doesn't matter. You could be doing sanshu, you could be doing aikido, judo, um, BJJ all have a slightly different way of falling. But for people that have done those, have done those martial arts, have been around it, you kind of go, oh, so you've done that. Like, right. you know, <laughs> and it's <laughs> funny. And Tom will take the piss because Tom does it as a living. So he's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? You know, what the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember doing it in class the, the day he was teaching us all how to, how to fall down. Um, I, I know how to fall forward and backward without hurting myself. I know how to take a, a long fall um, and transfer the momentum so you don't hurt yourself. But uh, he was teaching us how to do other stuff like falling sideways, and um, there were just other other things that you know I hadn't had any, I wouldn't have had any use for in parkour as much. Um, you know, you have use for like sideways falling sometimes, but I was usually not doing things that were crazy enough that I needed to know that, I guess. So uh, it was it was fun to learn some of those new things with him. And it's always fun. I mean, the, the biggest thing, I think, for most people, um, not for yourself, but a lot of people, and, and the look on a lot of people's face was the sheer fact, with me and Tom, the, the same thing is, we, we will happily just throw ourselves at the floor. Like, right. that's the thing that you need to get over for a lot of people, is throw yourselves at the floor. And um, I think when I did it, I did it, just went, okay, so we're going to do this, and just threw myself. And you see people going, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, but <laughs> once, you, once you know that you can do it well enough that you don't get hurt, it doesn't matter. Like, I can do that on concrete. 
I always love this, by the way, when people go, well, do that because you do have certain martial arts and certain backgrounds that go, yeah, but you couldn't do that on concrete. I'm like, do you want to come outside of me? Because I'll fucking will. Happily. I'll happily yeah. do it on concrete. Like, if I can't do it on concrete, it is of no use to me. I've not done it properly. And that's, you know, that, I've always found that really weird that, well, being able to do that won't help you. Yes, it fucking will. That's the, that's the whole point of it is being able to fall on something hard like concrete and not hurt yourself. I don't yes. know why they – I've heard that consistently, and it, it does amuse me every time because that's the entire purpose of being able to fall safely. I've but, literally uh, known people on Canterbury High Street where we both went to university. I've done it too. I've just uh, – okay, fine. Throw myself. Um, and, I, I, hey, I will admit, like, the first few times you do it on concrete, your head just does go, what the fuck are you doing? This is concrete. But, you know, it's easy enough. Um, but, yeah. That, depends uh, on how you're doing it too. But, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I, I, it's, it's kind of like a fear of heights, I feel like. You know, once you get over, once you get over it, um, by just, you know, exposing yourself to it, then uh, I feel like it's a lot less difficult for people. Yeah. So that was a bit of an eye opener then when, when Tom came into the class, because it, it did um, become a case of going, oh, OK, it's not just weird shit that Adam does. This other guy can do at least. Yeah. Because, yeah, again, me and Tom can do. <laughs> there is stuff that. I could have done that Tom couldn't have done, and the same way Tom could have done stuff that I couldn't have done. But the stuff that we were teaching in class, we both had a similar, there's a similar interaction so that he, we could both do it, and that was the point. I was his Uki, he was my Uki, because we knew we could throw each other around a lot more than we could do with you guys, because it's, right. it's fine. You know, if, if it goes wrong, it's, it's, um, it's, it's our fault, not yours. Um, so was it a bit more of an eye-opener then um, for you as well as anybody else, just being able to go, okay, so this isn't just Adam, but this is, this is right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like I said before, um, when, when you're inexperienced, the first time you meet someone who knows what they're doing, uh, regardless of whether or not they, you know, call themselves hmm. one title or another, then uh, that person is kind of in this untouchable spot to you mentally where it's like um, – you know, you, you can see what they, they're able to do, and that level of experience is so um, disproportionate to yours that uh, a lot of what they teach to, uh, to most people, um, or to a lot of people anyway, kind of comes across as, like, unreachable or, or very difficult to do. Um, I didn't get that as much because I've already been through um, enough training with some other other things like karate and gymnastics with other people that were much more skilled than I was that I kind of already understood that even though it feels unreachable, it doesn't mean it is. Um, but it, it is still uh, a good reinforcement to see someone else who isn't that person, that isn't that teacher doing it successfully, um, whether it's to the teacher or somebody else, because it demonstrates that, yes, if you just, practice the technique of it and you you master that then you can in fact learn it and that kind of goes for anything you were saying earlier that um uh self-defense is kind of messy and that you should start with martial arts first and while i don't consider myself as having much of a martial arts background at all because how brief and um short-lived my karate lessons were um i i can completely agree because i know not as well as you do, but I, I know that um, martial arts has a very important philosophical and mental psychological aspect to it. And that kind of control and um, uh, self-mastery, I think, is something that if you really want to 
be good at defending yourself. Something that you have to to have. You have to have that uh, calmness and that um, control over yourself to be able to do those things well. Because I mean, I I have I've had anxiety since I was a kid, and I can recall that when I was training with you because I haven't fully mastered that anxiety yet. Um, because I haven't, you know, for whatever reason or another, um, when I was training with you and I knew there was going to be, you know, uh, a big physical impact headed my way in a, in a second or two, my whole body would tense, you know, even though I'm not afraid of getting hurt, my body isn't, hadn't been in line with my, with my mind on that. And, um, I think when someone is able to master that, um, through martial arts or, or, uh, uh, you know, just any kind of, uh, mental conditioning that comes with martial arts, then they can defend themselves much better and their techniques are going to be cleaner when they're doing self-defense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your shoulders hunch forward. Um, so, <laughs> so it's, it's, um, <laughs> It is definitely that. I mean, discipline um, is important for me. It's why I have some issue with MMA because people want to go, I'm going to do this class for six weeks or do this class for six weeks. And it's like, yeah, but yeah, you, do that. you need to have some kind of base and you need to have that discipline because it's so, so important. Um, yeah. And, you know, like I say, it's it's good with um, having another person doing certain, certain things with your instructor. I will also say if you go to a club um, or a dojo or a gym, and they aren't prepared to be thrown around or they aren't prepared to be hurt or whatever, fucking leave. Because if their ego is so high, that they're like, yeah, I won't do it. They're fucking idiots. Like you, you will see, like I don't agree basically on anything with Joe Rogan, except for when it comes to certain things on martial arts. I can guarantee you Joe Rogan in a class will be like, yeah, of course I'll get thrown around. Of course I'll get kicked. Cool. Because he has a good background in martial arts. He's an actual martial artist. The same as any of the um, MMA roster that have a good background will go, of course, I am here to, to roll right. with you. I'm here to take those hits. I'm here to be a sparring partner. Because that's the point. The, the, the instructors who I've seen a lot of time are just going to go, no, you just got to believe me or just do that. Like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> why, what, what is your reasoning for not interacting? Because... It's that thing that you said before is that there is a, the, the pedestal idea, which I like to break away. I don't like being on the pedestal because I want people to know yes. this is attainable. Um, and, you know, it, it's not rocket science. It's not some magical thing. It's just that I've been doing it for longer. That's literally it. And there's an old saying that so many people use is that the, the people that have people that instruct and teach have fucked it up more times than you've ever tried. So, yes, we might look, oh, he, you can do it perfect this time. Or, oh, look at, look at this. It's amazing. Whatever. Yeah, because we fucked it up so many times. We hurt ourselves. We got bruised. We did that because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing when we started either. But you do have some people that are just like, well, no, I'm just amazing. Well, fuck off. Then. Like that, if you're ever in a, in a dojo like that, leave. For the love of God, leave. Because I can guarantee you, you're, the best fighters in the world would not be like that. Their egos... Yeah. Even those that have huge egos would not um, have that response. So look at people like Conor McGregor, who has a fucking huge ego. Conor McGregor, I guarantee you, if you weren't inspired with Conor McGregor, he would be happy to take some hits because he knows, you know, he's been there as well. So, yeah, it, it is one of those one of those things of that I think is very much 
downplayed that um that you get that from a lot of a lot of things and it's just it's just so fucking wrong it's so wrong because people should know and i mean i actually had um a few times i don't know if you've been in the classes with it but I had a few times that people would go yeah but i can't do this i'm like yeah but you only just I, yeah i do recall and that and you get people like yeah but i should be able to do it now i'm like you've been doing it for an hour yeah but you can do it <laughs> yes but I've been doing it since before your parents met. So there's a, <laughs> there's a fucking difference. Like, I love that when people are just like, but I can't do it. Yeah, well, of course not. Like, <laughs> you just started doing it. Like, yeah. I, I, I pointed out to someone, my first grading in martial arts was 1989. And I actually had, it's where I, I, I did make a comment with someone about, um, I've been doing it longer uh, since before their parents had met. Because we, we worked out their parents had met in 1992. And they, had, and they had been born in 94 or something like that. Um, and so I was like, yes, I was doing martial arts three years before your parents even met. So, of course, I can do it because I've been doing it for so much longer than you. It's just Well, I was born in 98, so you've been doing it for damn near nine, a decade. Nine longer. years before you were born. And that's the point. Is that that's, that's what people need to know is that. It is practice, 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 yes. practice, practice. And that's all it is. It is, you know, if you just keep fucking going, you will be able to do it. And then there'd be certain things like, like I say, I was, I was um, homeless. So then there's a little spark to go, right, well, maybe I want to try a bit of this now because of that. And the different things are taken different ways. And it's important to know why you're doing martial arts. Obviously, for you, you wanted to be Batman. Um, but like, when I was a kid. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I still, hey, as I showed you, I still want to be fucking Batman. Like, I'm not immune. Just, just for being a martial artist, I'm not immune to the, to the pull of Batman. Um, so it's, it's, um, it is important, though. Like, if you want to do martial arts because you, you enjoy the philosophical and disciplined side, know that. If you want to do martial arts because you want to be able to defend yourself, know that. And I think when you go in with that attitude, it makes things so much easier. Um, but like, like I was saying, are you hoping or have you looked much for other martial arts or is there, are there any martial arts that you think, I really like the idea of that. Like, for instance, Casey, which is the one that's usually shown as um, Batman doing. Um, I, I have no uh, current interest in Casey in particular or any of the martial arts that Batman uses because of America. Um, <laughs> Uh, I have no interest in um, Casey or any of Batman's martial arts because they're what he uses anymore. Mm. Um, that was definitely what got me started as a kid. And while I do still absolutely adore what Batman stands for as a character um, and think he's obviously, you know, cool. Um, <laughs> I uh, My current interests would be Resuming the training that I that was obviously very abridged um, with you when I was in the UK, um, and uh, also um, I've thought about maybe trying to get into Aikido just because I like the spiritual. Uh, um, I, I this might sound superficial, but I like the aesthetic of it, Hi. and I think it's I think it's somewhat beautiful, and uh, that's that's what. It is about that yeah i mean that's the point though that's i mean that's literally into what i just said is knowing why you're doing it you're doing right. stuff that is not uh, elements of it can be used in different things but it's it's usefulness to certain things um in a very harsh um 
encounter on the street may not be that useful, but you like the aesthetic, you the way like you like the way it looks. So you're doing it because of that. That makes, makes perfect sense. Like, for instance, you wouldn't go and do left way because you like the way it looks. <laughs> you know, knowing what you're doing when you go into it is always important. So that's, yeah. that makes perfect sense. So have you thought, go on, sorry. I think it I think it impacts the way uh I think it impacts the success of whatever you're trying to learn too. And this goes well beyond martial arts and self defense, obviously, is if you don't know why you're trying to do something or you're not self aware of your motivation behind it, then um whatever you're trying to do, you might be sabotaging your your probability of success at, at learning this thing or doing this thing simply because you don't know why you're doing it. And I think that that's especially important in martial arts and self-defense because um, if, say, you're doing it because, I don't know, your your father was a violent person growing up and now you're, you're wanting to feel as though no one can ever threaten you that way again, you need to know that going in. Um, and I, that was a specific example. That wasn't the case for me. But, um, but you know, you need to know things like that going into it because that can greatly affect the speed at which you learn. Um, it can affect the way that you react to failure. Um, it, there's a ton of psychological ramifications and implications that are made just based on your motivation alone to where if you don't know why you're doing it, then you, you may have already failed before you started. Um, or at least you'll hinder and slow down your progress greatly. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I got people to leave my class in the in the trial period before because they just they, they were they weren't committed enough. Which sounds is a proper asshole move, but I think as as you've heard, because it was always my line every year. My greatest my my greatest asset in martial arts and self defense is also my worst. I'm an asshole. It's simple as that. So. If you're not going to work with that, if you're if you're there to be nice to each other in a self-defense setting, then there's no fucking good. Like, I'm not the person. For you. I, I am just not the person for you. Because um, the amount of times I've had people going, oh, but that seems really harsh. I'm like, what the fuck do you think was going to happen otherwise? Like, what do you think they were going to do if you weren't harsh to them? Like, it's a really weird, <laughs> it's a really weird thing. So, yeah, you do absolutely have to go into the mindset of it and, and kind of go with that. You know, I want to do this. I mean, have you looked at any other martial arts? I mean, I'm I'm going to. When I can get, well, I'm going to call you both out, Juan and Tom. When I can get you both fucking together. So anyone that's watched the podcast, listened to the podcast before, Juan, um, US Marine, uh, Tom Davy, who we talked about as well. I want both of them on here. We're going to do a run through of um, best martial arts for self defence and um, best weapons from our, uh, for self defence as well. So it will be coming soon, guys. Um, but yeah. <laughs> For me, there are certain martial arts in terms of self-defense that obviously work better. Have you been looking into any of the rest of them? Because obviously you have things I mentioned already, left way, which is basically Muay Thai, but with headbutts, um, mm-hmm. which you have to be fucking crazy to do. Like, <laughs> you, you have to be like, there's something not right. There's, there's some well, who hurt you, basically, <laughs> left way. Um, they're lovely guys. I have to say everyone I've met that has done left way, lovely guys, as most decent martial artists are, lovely guys. Um, I preface that I'm not one of those lovely people again I'm an arsehole but um <laughs> but fucking crazy like fucking cra- like you don't do a martial art where headbutts is part of the normal thing and go yeah I'm absolutely put together like there's something fucking wrong there. but um have you looked at any of those um other martial arts being going like you know what because obviously you know you say Batman is kind of in the past of it but I think 
potentially it's still uh, somewhat of a driver in terms of I would love because I mean even with um, Aikido and the aesthetics um, it, it's still that idea of I would love to be able to do some of the shit that I know he does in the comics in the animated series in the film yeah cool if I could for, do me, for me it's uh, what what always beyond Batman drove me towards wanting to learn how to fight in general um, would be simply uh, being able to defend so uh, just defend my body, you know, physically. Uh, I'm not a fearful person around other people. I mean, you know that I, uh, from all the stuff that I did while I was there. Mm. But uh, I like the idea of being able to stand my ground wherever I am. And uh, at the very least, being able to put up a fight if, you know, something is happening. Where I need to defend someone or defend myself, mm. and um, obviously Batman, you know, on the superficial side, people people like the character because he's really cool to watch. He has a bunch of cool fighting moves. He's got cool costume, all that stuff, and and that's definitely you know I, I can't deny that there's a little childish part of me still in there that's uh, that aspires to to do that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but it's definitely for me about the capability of self-defense um, and of being able to stand up for someone else if I need to. Um, Which obviously uh, I disagree with. But <laughs> I, I mean, I made this point before. Um, yes, you have. If someone um, not get involved. That's, if, that's yeah. a fair problem. Which is, again, I've said before, but I'm, you see, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like the, but you see the differences. <laughs> um, I think... I, I don't know. It would depend on the context and, and who it is and what's happening, obviously, if it was just a stranger. But so if it's my girlfriend or my brother or my family member or my friend, you know, I'm sure if somebody went up to um, one of your friends uh, while you were with them at, say, a pub or something, the they friend. start to fight with <laughs> you. You know your friend, you know your friend isn't uh, capable of really defending themselves and maybe they're drunk or maybe they just don't know how to fight. Uh, then... I would imagine you'd probably, at the very least, do something, probably, uh, if you like that person. For me, it would likely just be stand up and just be like, fuck off. Um, so you, it, have that, you have that ability, but, um, but yeah. It's the, it's the thing of, like, so I say this, and I, I will preface, if anyone listening going, my God, this guy really is nasty. The easiest <laughs> way to get hurt is to fight. The easiest way, you know, it's, 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 it's Sun Tzu's art of war. The easiest way to win a, win a battle is to not fight. And it's true. If you get into that fight, it it make it can make it worse for everyone. Now, I, I can put it in the context of uh, my issues with uh, with America here. Um, in gun violence, the whole bullshit about um, a good man with a gun beats a bad bad man with a gun. It's bullshit. All evidence shows it's completely wrong. All evidence. And I will preface it for anyone fucking listening. Yes, I'm British. Yes, we have gun control. I am a gun enthusiast, and I shot. At the time of the last massacre, and it is a fucking massacre, not a school shoot, it's a fucking massacre, right? The last massacre in England, I was a member of a shooting club then. I shot before, I shot after. I'm a gun enthusiast. I like shooting. I'm a fan of guns, okay? But that's beside the fucking point. A good guy with a gun does not beat a bad guy with a gun. Now, the reason I say that in terms of this is if you look at a scenario where there is a, um, a shop that's being robbed, and this guy has a gun on the clerk behind the behind the counter, and he says, "Give me all the money." 
The best way to deal with that situation is shut the fuck up and let the guy give him the money. The police have the job for a reason. The police will find that person. The second you pull the gun, in the same way that the second you fight, uh, you escalate it. Well, now the guy is more likely to use that gun. The guy is more likely to actually shoot everyone around him, including you. You aren't that fucking fast. It is not the Wild West. You are not Jesse James. Now, the reason there's a correlation there, because, again, that, statistically, that is the case. Every time that has been yes. a case where that's happened, um, they've increased the likelihood of everyone being hurt. No, disagree- no disagreement in me here. So the correlation is, if someone is starting on a friend in a bar or you see something happening, you going mm-hmm. over there can turn a – because originally it could just be a group of guys – making themselves the big man yeah well i'm gonna have a fucking for you you know and trying to convince everyone else of how big and scary they are the second you come into the situation well now i need to prove it now i do need to fight and so there's a lot of other things about that and i know that you said oh yes but it depends on context fights themselves last 10 to 30 seconds in the street and 30 seconds being the very longest one on that the idea that you have the mental capacity to figure it out in a split second is unlikely and that that's the problem that i have is that i would rather go you know what unless they are literally on the ground having their head kicked in i'm leaving it the fuck alone you know i will i will deal with it by not because it's actually probably better for you for them and for everyone involved in the same way that i have i've had people threaten me in a bar I've had people threaten me in a club. Occasionally, I will be the I will be that guy that just goes, look, just just fuck. If I've been in a bad mood, just fuck right. off. But nine times out of ten, I'll offer to buy them a pint. That is my go-to thing of like, do you know what, mate? Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm being a bit of a shit. Do you want a pint? Because tell you what, fucking ends it. Uh, but and so many times you have this in people's head of like, yeah, but I'm going to fight them. I've got why? Yeah, fuck cares? I suppose I, I should wear. I suppose I should clarify the mental image I had when I said that it was the image of um, somebody fighting, <clears throat> already engaged in a fight or attacking someone um, that you say your friend or something. And the only thing that you could do, presumably, would be to physically intervene. If it's already begun, then even, even then. extent. Even yeah. then, because, again, I was prefaced by unless they're on the ground having their head kicked in, because, again, if there's a fight happening, even if they can't fight, if a fight's happening, a fight's happening, done. It can be over. The second you get involved, where are his mates? Now his mates are involved, and well, there's five of them, and there's now two of you. Now everyone's That's involved. true. It, you it's don't like, know what's happening. Yeah. Knock out until it absolutely needs to happen. But like I said, context is important, and, and you're probably like, right in that most of the time it's not necessary to fight. Exactly. Nine times out of ten, same thing as a store with a gun. Well, now the guy that had a gun that, that was his mate at the back of the store, he's now involved. It's, it's that kind of thing. You know, you just don't know the variables because you're not, you, you can't, you can't know. So it's very difficult like that. So I always say, like, don't get into the situation. I understand. And, I, and believe me, the, the, the same reason I want to do, um, I've done self-defense is so that I can defend myself. But that is where it stops. Defend myself. And yes, of course, my, my late wife and ex-partners and things like that, that, you know, I'm a hypocrite. The second it would come to that, then there's very different issues. But um, but, but in general, it's it's for me. You know, it has to be for yeah. me, it's for my personal defence. This is why I've I've tried to help train ex-partners and things like that because I'm like, you need to go deal with this as well because I'm not always here. Right. Um, it's a very different situation because I I find it machismo and toxic masculinity comes out massively, and I, I'm well aware I am the poster boy for toxic masculinity. I am a six foot two. <laughs> 
to, to former tournament fighting martial arts instructor um, who's from the southeast of England. I am I am toxic masculinity personified, but it's it, 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 I also am the the victim of it as well when it comes to things like that. So just don't fucking do anything. The amount of times I'd have um, people that go, why didn't you fight? You could have beat. So what? That one guy or that group of guys thinks I'm a coward. I think this. Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares what they think? I'm not going to see them again. And if I do, it doesn't matter. Like yes. I don't need someone else to think that I'm whatever. Like who the fuck cares? He's got an extra point out of me, and I'm okay. He's okay. Everyone's going home. Like I see no issue with this, but I know that there's the. I know people that be watching or listening. They'll be like, yeah, but you should defend. No. You get people that feel like they need to defend their friend's honor or their girlfriend's honor or something like that. And they feel like they have to fight because if they don't, then they're, you know, this or that non-masculine thing. They're called Texans and Arizonans. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> I've had a couple of Texans that I actually trained. And they're, they're <laughs> um, <laughs> not that you put them on their ass, their ass they're going to go, oh, okay, maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it, you know, self-defense is a thing. But so... On that, then, like I said, have you looked at thinking? I mean, I mentioned to you before Bartitsu, um, which obviously I'm a big fan of, and I know, especially if there's Americans watching this or listening to this, your interaction with Bartitsu is steampunk because that's what America fucking did to it. Because you have Tony Wolf who kind of reintroduced it into the um, idea in America, um, and I used to be involved much more in Bartitsu here. Um, but you do have martial arts like that, which are like a, a Victorian age MMA, which I always love. Uh, that people forget about that because it was like Bruce Lee was the first MMA guy. I'm like, literally E.W. Barton Wright, about 70 years before him, who went to J- Japan and Switzerland and Germany and France and like, what the fuck are you want? <laughs> so, you know, have you looked into thinking that maybe you would do something harsher, or are you still in the idea of because if we look at it in terms of of um, of Batman films, because I'm going to go next, it's the easiest thing. Um, it's it's the case of, are you looking more like um, uh, Val Kilmer, who looked good, but it, it wouldn't do much, or are you looking more like um, um, Ben... The fuck is his second name? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, who did not look good, but was actually very vicious and took them down. Like... What side are you boxing a lot, though, wasn't he? Casey. This was dead. Affleck was primarily boxing. Casey. If I remember correctly. So there was boxing in it, but it was Casey's. Well, this is what I said about Casey: is that you can have everyone do it, and it'd be different every fucking time. And um, he used so um, Ben Affleck has a lot more upper body strength and has um, the build that fits that better than Bale. And that of um, fucking Twilight Boy, I always forget the name of Robin Pattinson. And um, for him, that movement fitted. Makes sense. But it actually, that's kind of what Casey tells you to do. It's, it's effectively do what is best for you. And so Affleck was like, OK, well, bang. Um, but have you looked at um, like what, what is your, your mindset at the moment? It's like, I want to do something aesthetic and maybe train with, with me again or whatever. Or yeah. like, I want to do. Muay Thai, MMA, um, MMA um, left way, um, Filipino martial arts, you know, what's on your, your mind for that? So, um, like I said, after 
after I finished training with you, um, again, it was very abridged for, for anyone that doesn't know. I was only in, well, nobody here would know this. Um, I was in England for about three months. And that's when I met Adam and that's when I began training with him. Um, so I started training with him probably about a month into that three month stay. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, tragedy struck about two months in. So it was probably what November, I think. Uh, and obviously, you know, it wouldn't, you know, you need, you need time. And, um, so we didn't train for a little while and, uh, circumstances basically just conspired to keep it a very, very short, abridged, uh, bit of training. Um, so after that happened, I came back to the States. I was planning to come back probably around May or so of 2020, but obviously pandemic hit immediately. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that kind of got thrown thrown away. That that plan got thrown away just because it wasn't doable anymore um, for the time being. And due to the due to the virus, uh, I kind of put all of my plans for martial arts and self defense um, to rest for for just however long the pandemic was was keeping things um, difficult in that area. Mm. So. Um, now that the pandemic is starting to go down, um, we have vaccines and such, and we're at least able to somewhat uh, go back to doing those things in person. Um, then I've thought about going back to the UK. Uh, this time I'd, I'd bring my girlfriend with me, and we would presumably both this time uh, want to train with you. And uh, beyond, beyond training with you, I've thought about um, – looking into what a good fit for me would be regarding a martial art that would have a good uh, um, mental aspect to it, because I feel like I could use that probably even more than I could use the self-defense. Um, so Aikido was one that crossed my mind because I, you know, I, I like the aesthetic of it, but also it was, far as I know, which is not very much, um, there is some of that, that mental um, philosophical aspect to it. Um, I could be wrong on that. I, again, it's this uh, martial arts and self-defense in general have not been uh, at the forefront of my mind simply because the coronavirus completely threw all of those things off, and I'm only just now getting back into uh, revisiting those things. So yeah, probably reading with you, basically, and then... Um, Figuring out a martial art that would be um, a good uh, mental exercise, basically philosophical mental exercise. I mean, you have obviously um, it's generally called an inner martial art, which is uh, Tai Chi, which again is one of Batman's martial arts. Um, One of the ones that he uses actually a lot in the comic books. But I will preface by uses, meaning he uses the meditative um, and the um, general exercise movements of Tai Chi a lot in the comic books, um, including in the one where he was naked and caused an uproar. Um, but you know that, that he uses that a lot um, in, in with Tai Chi. And near me, you have a guy called Barry Fellon, who is the former world champion in Tai Chi. Um, <laughs> you would have never met him, but yeah, he's several time world champion, British champion, European champion. Um, part of the British team. It's, it's. I mean, it's very. It is very strange to think that a, an English guy was several times world champion in a, in, in Tai Chi because it, it's not what we all have in our mind. We have 
old Chinese person. That's what is in everyone's mind for Tai Chi. Um, but uh, yeah, Barry is, is, is nearby. So there are things like that. For a spiritual or kind of an emotional side, you do have things like Tai Chi. Um, and it is, it is always good to think. So for you, then it's much more of the kind of, um, you know, get a bit of the self-defense. Have something so you know you what, you know, you, you have a, a basic level because there is, of course, um, you know, levels and everything to, to my self-defense and to martial arts and all sorts of things. Right. And also have the, for you, it's much more about having that kind of um, grounded, um, kind of more of an inner martial art background for yourself. Yeah. Which I think would help me in the future with um, any any further self-defense stuff as well, because they tie into each other, like we, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, I mean, I think a good one, and I, I'm biased because it's my first martial arts, but I think one of the best ones for that is judo. The reason for that is because it is very planted in Japanese tradition, if you can find the right um, instructor, such as Sensei Roger, again, Mid-Sussex mid Martial Arts, go and check him out. Absolutely amazing instructor. Has got a lot of other instructors underneath him, but um, amazing instructor. Um, is the reason, the, the assistant instructor from the dojo is the reason that if I ever have kids, I want to call one of them Cayman, because that's one of my old instructors who had an ins assistant under Roger. So uh, Cayman, if you're out there as well, how? Um, so, but, but um, I would say judo is a great one because it has that background. It has that discipline, but also nothing hits harder than the earth. You get used to taking a tumble. You get used to being able to throw yourself. You get used to being kind of planted into the fucking ground. You get used to being choked. You get used to all these things happen. I mean, from what I can remember, the last Olympics, there was only one martial art where anybody actually got properly hurt. And that was in judo because they just broke someone's arm. It was like, OK, fine. Bang. Um, so, you know, you get used to this kind of shit as well as meditation. And, you know, there's a lot of it in judo. I, I'm always a big fan of judo as being a good base for that, because I think it has that kind of thing to it. Um, if you ever. Yeah. It. Um, there's some great ones in Cyprus as well. Cyprus, one of my old uh, one of my old students, his father was the former third third ranked judoka in Europe. And he was from Cyprus. Um, and there's, there's some great ones out there. There's a lot of good judokas in Europe and Australia the furthest fucking place you could get away but australia and europe seem to have the goods good judokas of of course russia does but the, we have issue with that at the moment but uh, but russia's europe and asia is kind of on the board but yeah so i mean there's a lot of those martial arts that are that are good so for you it is much more about being grounded um which is good i mean as i said all of us want to be batman all of us deep down we have a child inside us wants to be batman and if anyone is wondering about uh, so anyone that's just listening to this and not seeing it i'm holding up a book called becoming batman the possibility of a superhero it effectively concludes that yes you theoretically could do it but there have to be a lot of things on your side and um, the person that, that writes it was e, e pauls there has a background in um, neuroscience he's a lecturer at university he has a background in neuroscience as well as um, being trained in empty hand and armed martial arts so he has a bit more of an information about it um but it, you know even he talks about the need for all sides of it and to have a mental some kind of mental fortitude so um i think all of us would would want to do that and i've seen because paul does do a little bit of cosplay here but I don't know if he calls it cosplay. I've seen the, the outfits. So, I mean, if you can do... I've just done one. But if you, I mean, if I you can do... I have cosplay, though. <laughs> if you could do the kind of the stuff from, from the films or from the animated series, it would look cool. Like, if you could just 
<laughs> well, they just kind of appear out of fucking nowhere from the shadows. Well, it would be fun. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that do do that. You go to some cons and you can find um, people that literally do have that background. In fact, Tom is one of them. I'm pretty sure Tom's done cons because, of course, Tom, like I say, has been in programs like Ren. And so can really? he turn up as himself in the fucking program? And just be like, well, yeah, that guy in the background that you saw, that's me. So, um, so you know, it's always good to be able to do things like that. So, um, for you, you are looking for that far more social side. So, is there anything that you would um, you would suggest to others to get involved in if they're looking for um, like martial arts, self defense? Is there anything that you'd say to people like, okay, try and do this or try and avoid this that you found? Because, like you've said, you know your your background isn't massively extensive. It's it's limited. You did you did um, karate for a year or two. You did gymnastics. So I mean, there's similarities. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Scott Adkins earlier. Scott Adkins um, is uh, a gymnast, has a background in kickboxing, things like that. So, you know, there is that's helped him become things like um, Yuri Boyka, who is a popular um, film character, because he can he can do the flips and shit that I can't. You know, I'm oh, that's not my background. My background is planted, fucking hit someone. <laughs> so, um, you know, is that kind of uh, you don't have the same experience, but then. So you still know what you've taken from certain things. So is there anything that you would suggest to people at all? I I would say um, probably two things importantly. We already, I guess three. We already talked about going into it, being self-aware about why you're doing it, what your motivation is. So I'm not going to revisit that. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about that. But uh, I'd say that, and I'd say... Um, Definitely don't do it as an afterthought. Don't do this because you're trying to um, learn to fight or whatever. You just think this would be a cool thing to do on the side. Commit to it. Commit time to it. If you're going to learn how to do either a martial art or self-defense, you have to be willing to make it a priority. You cannot just put it off in the background and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this Thursday, and then, you know, that'll be it or something. You have to practice and think about it and put effort into it repeatedly and consistently or you will not get anything from it. And um, uh, that's one of the things that I learned when I was doing it because even though it was a priority for me, I was extremely busy I was, when I was living there. And so it was difficult sometimes to find the time for that. And even though I wanted to, um, I know that I my ability to perform the things that I was taught suffer a bit because of that lack of time that I I was um, that lack of adequate time I should say uh, spent tra- training and practicing uh, even just alone you know um, so definitely commit a lot of time to it and the third thing I would say uh, would be do not do it necessarily if you're trying to prove something to yourself and I know that for a lot of guys, um, being able to fight, being able to be tough, you know, we talked about this uh, earlier, um, is a big thing. And if you're doing it because you want to prove something to yourself, if nothing else, know that when you're going into it and work work to eliminate that, use the, um, the training however you can to push yourself out of that mindset instead of 
making that your reason for doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I will say to anyone that's listening here, um, your audio did go funny there a few times. So it's kind of funny that we mentioned about um, Batman because you did sound like Bane uh, at some points there. It went, it went very weird. So I apologize <laughs> to anyone that couldn't pick it up. If you go a little higher with the volume and listen closer, you should be able to pick up what Paul said. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, the... <laughs> I would say, firstly, footwork, which I have shouted at you many times. Um, but yeah, com- commitment is is important. Now, obviously, if you're just doing it as a kind of, if if you're going into it with the kind of, oh, this would be a fun thing for the family. Firstly, find a family center or a dojo because they're very different setup and they are far more fun. They are far more fun based. They're far more kind of, oh yeah, bring it. That's what they're for. So. You know, the commitment is, is very different. So if that is what you're doing, make sure you're going. Because if you come to me going, yeah, let's just have fun. It's not going to work. Um, so that is, is important with what you're doing. And, and commitment is like with that is, is important. And absolutely, yeah, don't go into it to try and prove a point. Because um, the main thing you'll do is not listen. And if you don't listen, you will be put on your ass. Paul knows this. Um, many other people know this because... <laughs> With a decent instructor, they will simply go, okay, go for it. If, if you, you know, oh, well, I can just do this, please. You know, that, that's, it's, it isn't like, if you've got a decent instructor, and I, I, I realize every time I say this, that I'm prefacing it with the idea that I come under it, and so I must be good. It is not meant like that, but I understand the, the bias that is in my comments. But if you find a decent instructor, they will generally interact with you and want to do things and so if you say to them oh yeah i can just do this we want to fucking do it because for several reasons one of them if you can because if you can how the fuck did you just do that can you keep doing it is it repeatable is it adaptable is it something i can use great i think a lot of people think that you know we don't want to get hurt or win or... No, no no we want to fucking know we want to know because then we will know a chink in our armor that we need to deal with or 99 times out of 100 it's the case of oh you can do that no you can't fuck off you know it's it's that's what is going to happen nine times out of ten because you haven't listened you know it's it's that thing of i've done it with with kicks and punches and things like that where we go yeah but that we can just do this this." okay fine do it because the likelihood is you're going to get hurt not me um and if you you know if you if you're there going now i will preface this is different to saying to your instructor Hey, is it okay if I spar with you? I'd really like some like some good stress um, sparring. That's very different, and that by no means is disrespectful or anything at all, in my opinion. Other people may disagree, but I think if you're going to instructor and saying, "Look, um, I, I really want to get pushed. I know other people are going to be able to push me, but I really want to get pr- like, properly pushed because I know someone your size, or I, you know, I really want to get that." Cool. I, I'll I'll spar with you in in that situation. Absolutely no problem at all. That's very different to what I'm talking about. Like there's, what I'm talking about is people just going, what you're saying is wrong because I've not listened to it. I've not seen, you know, oh, it just doesn't work, even though there's other people literally showing you that it does. You know, it's that complete um, lack of respect completely. That's a very different thing. So there are two sides. That I'm not just saying that, you know, don't spar or don't do stuff with instructor because of course we're, we're happy to do it. And if you're literally, like I say, if you're literally saying, hey, can we spar or can we have a, a role, whatever, because I really want to know what it's like to be under some real pressure. Absolutely. I've done it myself. I've sparred with people who are far in excess, at least in one martial art or two martial arts, than I am. 
And I've been put on my ass because I'm stupid enough in a, an open spa to do their martial art, which I am minimally trained on. And they are very much highly trained as in tournament level winners and go, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. Then you're stupid. But, um, but it is still good because you're going to go, right, let's test. You know, because everyone thinks they're, they're Bruce Lee the second you do any martial art. And as I've done, as everyone has done, you're going to go, right, I can do this. Bang, fuck, okay, maybe not. Jesus Christ. You know, that's, that's the reality of it. Um, and, and so, I mean, I've done it and got concussion before. I've been that stupid and got concussion before, but that is part of the course for a lot of training. So yeah. it, it is important for that. It really is important for that, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. Maybe the fourth thing, honestly, I'd tell people is be prepared to get hurt. Depending on what, what you're going into and why, be, be prepared to get hurt because um, especially if you're doing self-defense, you need to learn how to take a hit. And, I mean, I, I said earlier, I, I, uh, I'm a somewhat anxious person, and when I was training with you, I'd tense up sometimes. And, yeah, shit, shit hurts sometimes. Like when you take out a, uh, a training knife, for example, that's still – may not be sharp, but it's still steel still hurts when you jab it into your gut, you know? Yeah, and, but it doesn't know because there's people that uh, don't use that. I know a lot of people use rubber knives. I don't. I use, I use steel ones. They're not sharp, and they cannot be sharpened for any legal purposes for any of the any police. They're not sharp. Fuck off. Um, but, yes, they're, they're, they're heavy steel. And I do that because it hurts, you know, like you say. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that plus, you know, you, you obviously you'd hit, you'd, you'd punch, and, um, uh, you know, if you – if you're there, it's your mistake. Like you, like you said one time, you, you said either it was you or one of your instructors or somebody once once said that um, uh, if you're there, it's your fault and you should have gotten out of the way, you know, or you know whatever they, whatever the saying was. Um, yeah, it's one of my old uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu instructor. If you're in, if you're in the way, if you've been punched in the face, it's your fault. You shouldn't have fucking been there. Yes, that's, <laughs> it. that's it. Um, but yeah, you learn things like that very quickly, but you, you gotta learn how to take a hit because you will take hits no matter how good you are. As you've just said, no matter how good you are, you're still gonna get put on your ass at some point. 100%. And, um, you gotta be prepared to take that hit. You gotta be prepared to, um, work through it and not let it dissuade you from continuing because the whole reason you're doing this is so that you don't get hit as much and um, then when you do get hit it's not so new to you and uh, you can you can take it much better yeah and I mean I will say that doesn't mean you let your instructor beat you up there is yes. levels to it because I've seen it's some... probably the absolute best not to let them do that <laughs> well it's, it's it's also I've seen some things online where there's a guy um, with some of his students who literally just hits them with just completely like full-on fucking hits them um, that is wrong. Don't do that. And anyone out there, because I've heard this on some fucking forums, anyone that thinks that being punched in the face at full force will help your jaw, you're a fucking idiot. It will not <laughs> strengthen your jaw. If anything, it's going to weaken it. Don't let your instructor... Like, I've seen it so many times where guys are like, yeah, hit me. Fuck off. <laughs> That's not how that shit should work. Yeah, and... you know, your jaw doesn't matter if you're a giant guy or a small guy. Your jaw probably just about as weak as anybody else's. Yeah. Do not, if an instructor's doing that fucking like there's level when, when Paul says about this, of being hurt, there's, 
again, there's different levels. It's not about letting your instructor or anybody else just beat you up. That is not what we're talking about. There's just, it's part of the course for this. It's just part of the fucking course that you're going to get some kind of, every martial artist I know has had, had an injury at some point because you just do. I mean, it's interesting because you said there as well about it doesn't matter how good you are. Now, most people don't class it, but, my, but boxing is a martial art. It just is. Um, you know, especially if you look at the, the two kind of types that go into modern boxing are Mexican and um, Mexican and Central American boxing and uh, British boxing, which is old school pugilism, um, which had throws in it originally, um, <clears throat> where the clinch comes from, really. It's, it's just because it used to be a clinch throw to the ground puncher. But if you look at the heavyweights and look at the people that we consider nowadays in heavyweights as being the best box best heavyweight boxers of all time they all fucking lost they all lost the one who is known as the greatest muhammad ali lost lost several times mike tyson lost several times even if we're going to go on the idea of uh, tyson fury some people go yeah he's he lost when he was younger like no one is undefeated in terms of heavyweight boxing and especially not unless you don't fight anyone the, the greatest of all time still get beaten. And if, and if you haven't seen them be beaten, they got beaten behind the scenes. They got beaten behind the scenes 100 fucking percent. They are not infallible. They're not indestructible. No one is. I have been put on my ass the same as my instructor has been put on the ass, same as his instructor has been put on his ass. Like, if you go back far enough, you've got people. I think if you go in the right direction with my lineage, you will get back to the people that everyone goes, oh, my God, they are the, fa-, you know, that, that certain directions of my lineage from the certain martial arts will take you back to the, you know, they are the greatest ever because they created it. No, they're fucking not. They got put in their ass by something else, which is why they created something else. It's, that is something to be very aware of, that no one, if you go into a martial arts thing and they say that they've actually fought, they say either they fought on the streets or they have, um, they've fought in tournaments, and you ask them what their record is, one, if, if they know it off by heart, I have a little bit of an issue. Um, but if they go, oh, I never lost, fuck off. <laughs> I'm, I'm out the door. I'm out the door because it's not going to fucking happen. Like, the, obvious, the one that comes to my head, Bryce Hall, you fucking joke of a man. There's no way you're watching this. <laughs> fuck it. I'll fight you in a ring because bullshit. Um, you know, you've got people like Bryce Hall who are like, yeah, I was in hundreds of street fights. Okay. Uh, didn't fucking work when you got in the ring, though, did it? So even if you believe... It's a kind of flag if there were in that many... Because generally, like we were talking about earlier, you should, where possible, you shouldn't be fighting at all. Well, yeah, actually. It yeah. makes me think that person tried to get into as many fights as they could, which indicates another problem. Well, yes. I think the likelihood is with uh, people like Bryce Hall is that he got pushed once on the street and caused that a street fight. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, an avoidance thing. And... Um, I think we're kind of coming to a, a conclusion there. Like I say, a lot of this comes from whatever your baseline is. For me, I wanted to be Bruce Lee. For you, you want to be Batman. I think for a lot of people getting into martial arts, it's not a bad thing to come from that background. It's not a bad thing no. to go, I want to be that person, just as long as that you know that you never fucking will be, for one. I mean, I'm not the size of Bruce Lee for a start. I could never... I, if, I had, if I had the equivalent strength and ability of Bruce Lee at my size, I would be a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> He was considerably fucking smaller than me. But um, like it, but then that's, that's what it is. You are obviously that what you what you there, what got you into martial arts is something that is important. You know, he had masters 137 martial arts. It, it, that's not going to fucking happen. Uh, so but it's again, 
it sometimes gets you into it. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Whatever gets you into it is good. Um, I do think getting into it when you're young is far more beneficial. I was, like I said, I was four. It was 1989. Had my first grading three or four months after I started. Two yellow belts. Yes. It's always fun when people are like, because I, I always say to people, like, I've been doing it for like, longer than you've been alive. Um, and because I, I like to think that I look younger than I actually am, you do get people going, what the fuck? Like, what? I was like, yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, but is there anything that you would like to say that I have not prompted or that you're like, you know, you'd like people out there to hear or that you think you've missed or anything like that? Is there anything you'd like to say before we finish off? I think we've covered a lot of ground, but I would uh, I'd just say, um, don't be afraid to get into it. Hmm. I mean, a lot of people, um, I don't know why, but uh, they have like a hesitancy to get into it um, that I've that I've spoken to anyway in the past year um, who've expressed interest are hesitant to do it because they they think that um, I don't know that they either that they can't do it that it's too difficult or that uh, it requires too much time or effort or this or that other thing, X and Y. Um, if it's something that you want to do and you have a, a reason that you're aware of and that you're committed to, to doing it for, then do it. Yeah. If the opportunity comes your way, do it. Absolutely. And I mean, if you are interested, um, try a few different things out because it might be that one martial art isn't for you, another one is. You know, it's not all Cobra Kai. It's not all someone shouting at you telling you you've got to fucking kill someone. Like that's not the case for it. Um, and you might find that, like, like we said, you turn up left way and go fuck no, but you turn up at Tai Chi and go oh this is really nice spiritual. I like this. You know, if, if you're into, for instance, if you are someone who is into yoga, it is in my mind, and I'm trained to be a yoga instructor and a Tai Chi instructor. So I, I would personally say from my own anecdotal thoughts that you would be able to and would probably enjoy something like Tai Chi because they have a lot of the same, especially Zen yoga, which is what I'm training to, to instruct. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of crossover there in the way that you think. So it might be that you think of martial arts as being, like I said, Cobra Kai. And it isn't. There's a lot of different things to it. So it's, it's depending on what, what you're looking for. And absolutely, if, if you want to do it, it it's not going to be something that you can't do. Everyone can do it, no matter what your age is. There's plenty of people out there, different ages, different size, shape. You can find something that's right for you. The only thing I would say is that find someone who is truly doing what they say they're doing. Um, yes. But all I say is have some fun when you do it. Like, as I said, there's certain places that are just for fun. But I think everywhere should have an element of fun, because if you don't enjoy it to some extent, you aren't going to stick with it and you're going to want to do it. So find something that's right for you. If you want to do it for a certain reason, do it. But don't be a dickhead about it. So, um, thank you so much for for joining me, Paul. I did kind of um, grab you at the last minute there, um, but uh, thank you so Absolutely. much for coming on. And um, yeah, hopefully we will get Juan or Tom or Juan and Tom on next week to do the, to do this. And if either of you are watching, I'm calling you out now, Juan, Tom, fucking come on. Um, <laughs> we have it. I have the things ready to do the ranking for these um, videos. So they will be coming up at some point. Uh, but yes, thank you, um, Paul, for joining me. Thank you, everyone. If there's anybody left listening, firstly, get yourself a cookie. Well done for finishing it. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next time. Thanks, everyone.